that one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wild. Wild. So Deep Blue Sea is not available by LL Cool J. On Spotify. On Spotify. I wonder if it's available on Tidal. Well, only you can find out. (laughs) Because only you will look that up. (laughs) Only Jay-Z and Beyonce. I I wanted to add it to my karaoke playlist. Mm. Mm. Hello and welcome to Totally Tell Me, (laughs) (laughs) weekly entertainment review podcast. We talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name's Dominic Mercurio, and I'm here with Laura Weinbach. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey. How's it going? going pretty good who else and are we here with <laughs> our our guest today is lewis patzner hello hey 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 how's it going it's going good how are you <laughs> <laughs> i just want to see like how I'm, awkward I'm of a beginning i could i could just if i stayed silent i was I wondering hate when hosts do that like oh really that you did it so on purpose so i can give you an excuse but oh, like there are that. some hosts that i've worked with on different things mm-hmm. like radio stations where they're just like hey Oh, I think I was present for one of those. And it's just like, what are you, you're the guest. You're not supposed to be the one to try to make conversation. Mm-hmm. It's it's a thing. It happens. Anyway. Anyways, Lewis, if you don't know him, he's been on the podcast before. Uh, well, once before we reviewed, um, what the hell is that? Three billboards? Yep. Three, three, three billboards outside of whatever the hell it was Ebbing, called. Missouri. Ebbing, Missouri. Um, oh, was that the last time? Oh, my God. That was the one and only time, I, be, I do believe, that he yeah, was yeah, on yeah. this podcast. Yeah, one yeah, and yeah. only? Yeah, one yeah, and yeah. only. Oh, my God. One and only. Welcome back. Well, I've yeah. listened to you guys. You're this is his you. sophomore debut. I, I love it when Strings is on. Strings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he'll love to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll let him know. He's um, so cool. Yeah, uh-huh. he's busy. You, you should know, he's like pretty him elusive. You should follow him on Instagram. Yeah, Strings with no I is, yeah. I believe, the... Um, he's a community strings. leader. He's a comedian leader. <laughs> community leader. Oh, <laughs> he's a comedian leader. Uh, Lewis, he's, though, if you, don't, uh, if you don't know, is a musician in, here in the Bay Area. Uh, he brought a big old cello with him today, uh, which I'm actually wondering where the hell that went because he brought it to the movie theater and now it's disappeared. Oh, I dropped it off at my house. Oh, okay. I thought oh, you were going to say really? you dropped it. Oh, oh that's <laughs> right. It took you five minutes to get it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. No problem. Um, I had to get some water too. Cool. Oh, okay. Well, it all makes sense. We don't I mean, have fine. that here. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's also Anton's brother. Anton has graced uh, the podcast as well a couple times. Yeah, he, he was on the him. Die Hard episode. He was on the Die Hard episode. He's yeah. been absent for quite some time, though. We'll try sure. and get him back on. He's but, busy. But, uh, you know, mm. we're here today to review the brand new uh, movie, Joker. For sure. Simply called Joker. Otherwise known as Jocker. Yeah, uh, Jocker <laughs> Strap um, in smaller circles as well. Um, Joker is a tale of a small town boy and his struggles, <laughs> triumphs, and tribulations wearing the jock strap of a lifetime. It's actually <laughs> that was better than anything I could have uh, used to summarize the film. I was going to maybe say that it was starring Joaquin Phoenix and directed by Todd Phillips and his Joaquin uh, Phoenix, otherwise known as <laughs> Joaquin. Okay, okay. But for this, joking. For the, the sake of this film alone, it was he would change the name to. Who? Jocking. Jocking Phoenix. <laughs> Jocking Phoenix. Wow. So was he going to update his IMDb or is that more of just like an uh, inner circle kind of thing? Or? Something to be discovered within the coming weeks. Mm, and we will. find out in the press to come. And we will find out as we discuss that in the second half of the episode. But for now, okay. Lewis, yeah. if that is your real name. But uh, what's up? Uh, um, what's up I'm just you? chilling, you know, I'm playing music. Mm-hmm. I played some chamber music earlier today. Earlier today, fun. yes. I, I play at the Musical Offering Cafe in Berkeley every Sunday at 1. Wow, you've and, been doing that for a long time. Huh? Yeah, eight years now. No. And so the... Get the, out. <laughs> get out of this house, No, actually. for real. Get out for the real, movie. For real, you guys. 
Wait, um, wow, that's crazy. Oh my yeah. god. Okay. And and so my buddy Jacob and I we we debuted a new piece that I wrote for us. Really? Yeah. It was so it was like the world premiere. Cool. Uh, which you don't say that like if if you're playing a song at a show and you're like. This is a, I just wrote this song. It's brand new. So this is a world premiere, guys. <laughs> and then everyone in the audience goes, ooh. Does that right. happen? Um, for me, no, because no <laughs> one cares. But I think they might care for you. No, Excuse I'm me, I care. Oh, I sit behind you. the drum set thank and I'm like, you. ooh. Someone on stage goes, ooh. But you are in the band, so it doesn't count. Speaking of world premieres, you're about to world premiere something later today. I mean, we'll get to it. uh, Totally Tell Me podcast exclusive. Exclusive. Um, My my upcoming solo album, which Mm. is coming out eventually. Um, (laughs) Can't wait for it. We're going to listen to uh, Etude 4. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's coming up in a little bit, everybody. Yeah. So stay tuned. <laughs> Don't yeah. oh my change God. that dial or uh, <laughs> like. How would you update that for podcasts? Like, don't. Stop put, listening. Don't stop. <laughs> don't yeah, don't listen to a different podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a lot. I mean, there's too many podcasts. Yeah. Speaking of which, oh yes, I heard that you got one. Yeah. So I was kind of jealous of you guys. You were? And, and yeah, so many people oh. have podcasts. I realized anyone can do it. Not that your guys is <laughs> when like... you heard our podcast. <laughs> you're like, oh, I get it. It anyone doesn't can take do any it. talent. <laughs> well, no, I appealed to the podcast commission and they said I was allowed to have one. Yeah. And the podcast commission. You know, I was actually part of that board and um, I must say I was pretty integral to getting your vote passed. Uh, I did um, do some favors and uh, uh, and so did I if you know what I'm saying oh, okay okay yeah I mean look it takes a lot it takes a village yeah um, <laughs> village people <laughs> so, uh, yeah sure okay. is that what it's called um, yeah. no it, the podcast it, oh, it's called uh, the crossover cellist the crossover cellist I'm on a mission to tell people um, that it's not celloist it's cellist right cellist okay yeah I, um, that's a help I, someone called me a celloist mission. yesterday Mm. They called called you a celloist? Yeah, and I didn't correct them because it feels like a dick move. But were you secretly thinking, you fucking idiot? I was like, (laughs) I'm going to send this guy my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Is that like, do you... Do you do you dig into that like multiple times, or is that sort of just your is um, that your theme song? Like maybe it's the my theme song. song it's my like, sign off. Da, 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 Wait, it's hold on. Jealist. Okay, I it think be. <laughs> this might be a really even dumber question, but isn't it spelled C E L L I S T? Yeah. Okay, so then how anybody in their right mind would decide to? Use well, we're the beyond word the written language, Laura. It's true. <laughs> no, it's like oh, he plays the cello. He must right. be a celloist. Like, yeah. oh, you play an, the oboe. You must be an oboist. It's more of like an I think aural. oboist is right. That sounds right. Oboist? Because I was, was going to say, wait, not is right. it obis? <laughs> then I really have a lot of learning to do. No. Um, uh, so basically, it's just a podcast where I interview the people that I'm doing musical projects with. Mm-hmm. And we promote our shit. Because uh-huh. mm-hmm. we need people to come to our concerts and download our music and watch our videos you know what i mean i do and Uh i don't know how to get people to do that i don't and so (laughs) you gotta stop them in their tracks on the street pull out your phone yeah well actually better yet pull out their phone tell them get me your phone (laughs) right and then if they resist you just 
just make it happen. Pay them a dollar. <laughs> you know who actually does that is my our my good friend Andrew Michon, who has a show called Podcast, but on the street, mm-hmm. where they uh, actually set up a table on the street. First and step, they it's offer called Podcast, but outside. That's and what Andrew Michon was on the last episode. <laughs> oh my God, I, need I know Andrew. What are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> okay, Andrew was on the last episode. I, I'm telling Lewis oh, and the people okay. listening. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, they know because Point I said it in the last episode. <laughs> no, but I need to. We're gonna erase. <laughs> <laughs> My Who's the, the better name. friend now? <laughs> Andrew, you be the judge. You tuning in? Point being, he has a podcast where they set up a table on the street. I was actually a guest on their podcast a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and they set up a table. You were? I was. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll get to that. We will. And <laughs> they basically they advertise that they will pay anybody a dollar to be a guest on their podcast. Oh, that's cool. And so people walking down the street will walk around and just be like i want to be on the show and they'll sit down and it's maybe. great i love it I, I actually tune in pretty regularly these days yeah apparently it's doing great you know cole and they andrew hilarious i find that if i just walk around berkeley bowl with my cello then people will come up to me and ask me where i'm playing and they'll come to my concert. really yeah that makes some sense when they come to the concert do they go cello <laughs> sometimes oh okay yeah people cool. do that all right. And then they, they'd be like, yo, if you turn that on the side, then cello, you got a bass. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I saw that movie. Uh-huh. Oh, is that a, that's for a It's School movie. of Rock. Oh, School of Rock. Uh-huh. I did like that movie, actually. Yeah, I like it, too. I did like that movie. Yeah. What's his name? Jack Black. Black. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's he up to these days, you think? Uh, did he really start the school? Um... He... Did he start this? No. I don't, I don't know. I don't I think mean, he started. It was, was his joke. Okay. Jack Black. Wait, well, I feel like I saw has, him recently. How long has the School of Rock been a thing? The movie? No, the actual School of Rock. Oh. Well, I think there's many, I think many things have been called, called School of Rock. For no, no, no. It's a franchise. Yeah, but there's multiple schools of rock. You know what I mean? Like there's one here in the Bay and there's like others. I mean, the I name School of Rock is sort of like, you know, it's sort of like. When it's you a real call, thing. It's different than Bandworks. Right, but it's not like one thing. You know what I mean? It's no, just like, it is. <laughs> there's an actual... There's a thing, franchise. There's a franchise they, they called have... School of Rock that started a long time ago, and I think that's kind of what spawned all these other wannabe schools of rock or things that teach rock to I kids, thought it's just but... like a common name. It's really... No. They're all connected? There, It's a franchise. So people like buy their own ones, and they can be part of the like larger uh-huh. you know, entity School of Rock. Like They can use... The, you know, the umbrella of School of Rock is a promotional device, but like it's owned uh-huh. by different people. I thought it's just like, you know, when you call an antique store antiques. No, it's, it's not. Like everyone uses it. No, and no, it's just no, like no. everyone's going to call it no, that. No, it's not it's like a genre. That's, you have to license that. <laughs> it's yeah. a franchise. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. No, School of Rock is a real thing, but I'm just wondering. I actually work at one right now. <laughs> Once a week. And, and it's called School No, I know, but I thought, that, I thought that that is not necessarily associated with like other schools of rock. Like I thought there's just many is, schools of it's rocks. It's associated. Rule schools of rocks. <laughs> there's schools of rocks and there's school of rock. <laughs> One is a study of well, geological <laughs> formations, which I would anyway, love to I mean, be a part of, but I simply am not because I don't actually want to. I just don't think Jack um, Black really started it or anything. <laughs> but you don't, think it, you don't think Jack Black started it? I mean, he made the movie. When did the movie come out? Early school 2000s. Of, yeah, yeah, something like that. That's about, I think, when the School of Rock came out. <laughs> okay. Thing. <laughs> All right. I don't Maybe think they did a, start it. I don't think they're necessarily related. They might very well be. I'm going to yeah. put my money on no. Put your money on no and pay up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> what, what else is new? I mean, so you're talking about Star Trek, right? You're getting into this uh, Star Trek. As yeah, they speaking call it. of. Things that are new, uh, Star Trek Voyager. You threw out some terms at me. You just assumed that I would know what 
what was it? TNG. TNG. TNG stood for DS9. DS9. Deep Space Nine. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And then there's no relation to Nine. Um, Deep Throat Nine? No, I don't, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. I've never D- seen it. I've heard about it. I heard it's, it's a new show. I don't. Yeah, so I have been watching Star Trek. I mean, there's so much TV to watch, right? It's good for you to just skip through the bullshit. And I don't know what's like good to watch. And I'm not really trying to watch like the trendy shit. Like what? Like Stranger Things, you know. Oh, you've never watched that? Nah. Uh-huh. I wouldn't or like, uh, you know. watch it either. But I watched every episode, but I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> I don't want to watch it, and I don't want you to watch it. It is funny. So, Laura, Laura exists in this funny plane of existence where you don't like things, but yet you'll still watch every it's single sort of bit just of like them. A, you know what I mean? You kind of fall into a sort of deep space nine, if you will. Yeah. It's the wormhole. But right? wait, so sorry. So what's with the wormhole you? aliens or the prophets? What? Hmm? Yeah, so uh, what, what have you been watching? No, 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 yeah. So I watch oh. all of Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I'm one of the cool kids, you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and now I've been watching Voyager, and I'm going to be, I think I'm going to switch between uh, uh, Voyager and the original series. When, when did Deep Space Nine come out? Mid 90s. Of the closet. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Voyager goes Mid-90s. into the early 2000s, like mm. starting in 1995. <laughs> Speaking so like, of. <laughs> okay, wait. And so, wait, Voyager came out in the early 2000s, you said? Uh, it ended in the early 2000s. Oh. It came out in like 1995. Came okay. out right, basically right after uh, TNG ended. Oh, okay. <laughs> and now, what, what's the newest series relating to? Uh, there's Star Trek Discovery. Oh, Discovery. But they're making a Picard series, which is a spinoff of TNG, which, you know, with Captain Picard, but he's mm. not Captain anymore. But mm. uh, Bald dude? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. I probably... Sh- I'll cut that. Uh, <laughs> what? Why? I just forget these things. I don't know. I mean, it probably Professor X. Know. Who cares? Xavier, P- Professor Xavier, right? No, yeah, yeah. Kidding. Exactly. He, his alter ego is Captain Picard. Okay. Or Jean-Luc Picard. Got it. Got it. Um, and the, the, the Voyager stars Storm and Wolverine? <laughs> uh, I mean, not Voyager, but uh, Discovery. No, Cassandra though? Nova. Okay. Um, Captain Janeway. I can't okay. tell if you're joking. That's the X Men. I know. I, okay. That, what, I'm was actually. That a joke? I'm. It, I'm. Was that jock? a jock? It's a jock. Oh, okay. That was a little foreshadow. A little jokester a little, over a here. Five o'clock foreshadow for oh, you. Got a jokester. Okay. Go ahead. Like, you know, me and that, me and walk, me and Joaquin are related. Mm. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, um. that's basically it. I mean, you know. Yeah. I recommend it. You know, mm-hmm. it holds up. Really. Mm-hmm. Next generation. Mm-hmm. Deep Space Nine. So you really think I would, I as a person would like these shows? I think that if you made it to season three of Deep Space Nine, you would be into it. Really? Here's a question. Yeah. If I made it. Here's a little peek behind the curtain for mm. the audience. We were going to do this episode on a different movie. Oh, yeah. uh, we were going right. to do it on Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Is that the full title? The one that came yeah. out this year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> me and Laura, or actually all of us saw it, obviously. You saw it as well. Yeah, but but like in July. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like so months we, and months ago. We, <laughs> I got a call. I got a call from Laura. She was like, "Oh yeah, me and Lewis, we saw Spider Man. So you know, the second you see it, we could just do that podcast." And I was like, "All right, I'll do my due diligence." And I went and I saw this movie a couple weeks later. And then I let Laura know, like, "Hey, Laura, anytime you want to do that podcast, I just saw it. You know, we'll talk about it later. But uh, you know, uh, just let me know when you schedule the whole podcast." And you know, it just didn't happen, and here we are now seeing Joker. But what I am curious about, because mm. <laughs> it relates back now to this. Sure. Um, do you think that we liked Spider-Man? Oh, good Oh, yeah. Question. Did you think that I would like Spider-Man? Uh, now, now having seen it, like maybe before you mm-hmm. thought we... 
or you know actually I mean? the i think a, a, maybe a good pre- pre-question oh. would be did you think i would as a person would like spider-man knowing you i feel like it's not really your kind of movie, okay. and you probably would have okay. fallen asleep. Okay. Okay. So then okay. now you should take this other recommendation As to this, heart. Yeah. No, I'm taking it to heart. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to gauge your sort of, you know, viewpoint on my personality. Well, right, right. And right. I kind of know your views on, like, you know, films, and, and th- that's not the kind of movie that you guys do on this uh, podcast. So well, I, was, I mean, on occasion, we're open to. Yeah, yeah. It. We're we open. I listened to the the Star Wars one you guys did with the the Weinbach brothers. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. And that's not my usual cup of tea, but I'll. Right. Watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine. yeah we, you know, it's all Disney. <laughs> Look, wait, did you think that I liked it? <laughs> I think... Uh, oh, yeah, you predict... Yeah, let's do a little fun game here. You predict what you think we thought of, of Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> okay. You tell us about yeah. us. I think that maybe... <laughs> we'll sit back. <laughs> maybe... Uh, we haven't talked, actually. We I, haven't talked about okay, it. Okay, I think that both of you were sort of meh. Um, mm. I think that you didn't see the twist coming and that you did. You being Dominic saw mm. it coming. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Are you uh, ready for the reveal now? Should we I'll reveal? I'll reveal something. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I cared so little <laughs> about this movie <laughs> that I totally forgot about the twist. I don't and even so, know. I, but I will say this. I actually kind of liked it. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Like after Great. watching the movie, I was like, oh, that was kind of fun. But yeah. I forgot what happened. So what happened? <laughs> Oh. Or wait, Dominic, you want to just say your two cents really quick? Well, I don't even remember there was a twist. So yeah, that, me neither. That should tell you, oh, okay. that should so tell you oh my God. Uh, the pages that we're on. Uh-oh. Wait, it was like Spider-Man. But also, we probably shouldn't give away the twist, but we could just talk around it or whatever. Oh, wait, Unless hold we on. want to put up there a was like I remember one. like multiple like mirror images of the bad guy doing flips and mm-hmm. freaks mm-hmm. and stuff like that all around mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Like, yeah, and Spider-Man's yeah, I think like you in might, a long I think corridor. You might, yeah, in a long corridor. And there were some really cool things going on. Yeah, that, that, there were some good visual things. There were some cool moments. You know, there were some things that were a little far-fetched, I thought. Oh, right. Like, I mean... Man who's a spider. Like, that just seems a bit of a stretch. He's a hybrid no. spider man. Well, I recommend uh, right? the 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 do the combination of uh, uh, Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. So then, but wait. if you don't care about these things, what was then the twist? It's fine. They're doing fine. I. They, it's the highest grossing movie fine. of all time. They are doing right. fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was concerned you... that my opinion was going to change their financial state <laughs> of affairs. <laughs> We have thinking, been known to take down some major Hollywood. Make or break. Totally tell me. Make or break. <laughs> yeah, this movie. if you don't get the whole t- the totally tell me approval, your shit's going down. Wait, wait, oh wait, hold on. I would okay. Should we just quickly announce there's going to be a quick little spoiler for the next five minutes regarding the twist, quote unquote, of Spider Man. Just skip like two minutes. Skip you two know? minutes. Yeah, Lewis, what is it? Oh, Mysterio, who they think is a good guy, played oh, yeah. by Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Yeah, is not a good guy. He's a bad guy. Oh yeah, right. That's the twist. Oh yeah, totally. Well, did you okay, see it coming? But. Yeah, well, I saw that Mysterio, coming. I saw it coming from the get-go. Isn't that what I said? No, but, I, I I totally thought it from the beginning, like without talking to anyone. Yeah, yeah. He I knew seemed it bad. Too. Well, yeah. okay. he's a villain. He's a total villain. He's, he's a liar. He's, he's a also special a, effects He's specialist. also a joker in a way, isn't he? It, exactly. A jock, he looks like jocular. a jock. He looks like a jock. He's very Even jocular. Even in the very little I know about Spider-Man, I know that Mysterio is a villain. So why, right. why wouldn't I have seen that? Was there any doubt really? that he wouldn't be? Yeah. Yeah, well, because uh, um, the trailers were playing it up like he was going to be like a, oh, a really? psychic. And it's like, oh, he's from this alternate Earth. Huh. Okay. But like Mysterio's always been a villain. Why wouldn't he be a villain? Like what would... That, that's bizarre to me that... I didn't know he's always been a villain. I never heard of the guy. He's... What? <laughs> You've never what? heard of Mysterio? Not really. All right, then. I don't think so. Did you so. ever watch like, I mean, the I've old cartoons? I mean, I've heard the name. I watched the old cartoons. That's I've heard my... the name, but I would never know he was Oh, like, so you like know a lot about guy. Spider-Man. 
I don't know a ton, but I I, I used to watch the this the animated series when yeah. I was a kid, right. and I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so I do know like some of the villains or whatever, but I just don't like follow the movies, and I certainly don't follow this whole like Avengers universe kind of thing that's sure. going on. Uh, Laura, what's what's been up with you? I haven't actually oh, um, yeah. seen you much. I know I've just been all over the place. You're busy now. You're a teacher. Well, I mean, yeah. You're a student of the world. You've always been a student of the world, but now you teach. You know, in the Buddhist tradition, they say there is no difference between teacher and student. Wow. They are mm. one in the same. So you feel like nothing's changed then? Pretty much, no. Te- teaching is like the <laughs> best way to learn. I'm still a pathetic loser. No, what? <clears throat> teaching is the best way to learn. It is. I really feel like I've learned, I've been learning a lot in the last month. Like, I basically just started giving private lessons, and I kind of decided one day to try doing a post on the Fox Sales Brigade social media sites I that s- I was yeah. available to teach everything teach everything I know. I saw that. And that it picture. did really well. I just got like a bunch of people responding after that and I now have like 12 private students and I'm you know doing a few other little things. But yeah, it's just um it's been really fun. That's I feel awesome. like I'm I'm really interested in t- kind of uncovering people's true voices. Mm. and like digging into finding their authentic unadulterated golden voice yeah i think everyone has it and it's just like either they haven't found the confidence to like let it shine or or it's like buried underneath either like maybe lack of confidence or fear or trying to copy another person's voice sure but really it's just there is something honest there and i feel like it's awesome when i am able to see hints of it in certain people and then like shine a light on it and then they're like oh my god that was real i'm also working we're working on a video this month and that should be coming out pretty soon and we're going to be releasing some new foxtails brigade tracks and that'll be happening in the coming you know like month or two so i'm excited yeah what's up with you oh this and that you know man i know you've been busier than ever have you not uh i mean busier than ever i don't necessarily know it's just con it's busy <laughs> definitely busy uh, busy work i've been working on some videos that i've like vaguely mentioned on the podcast but they are getting rather close to getting released so i'm very excited about that um but yeah that's been mainly the thing i've been focused on are these uh music videos that i'm making mm-hmm. coming soon next month hopefully <laughs> cool but uh man there was a bit of a, a bit of an event the other night Oh, really? Uh-huh. I wish I thought of something cool to talk about. I just thought of one, but you go ahead. <laughs> no, I mean, for now my... you're about to say a story, <laughs> let me just... <laughs> no, I mean, like... I'm, like, for... really interested in what you're going to say, but let me just tell you right now, I <laughs> just thought of something really interesting. <laughs> I wish you were going to want to hear cool this. No, I said that because I feel like you put some thought into what you were going to talk about, and I did not, and I'm realizing I should have, like, had a plan, but I didn't. But now that you have a plan, I'm thinking, I have a plan now oh, that I think about have... it. I just realized I had maybe something more interesting to mention, oh. I, but carry on. Okay. <laughs> well, well, look, the other night, <clears throat> the other night, uh, I was asleep, you know, as I do. Um, and uh, I woke up. You I woke, do asleep? Well, you know, I've been known no, to I sleep. I got you. Yeah, okay, I got I've been known you. to sleep at night. I know. It's just, it's um, whatever. But yeah, so I was like sleeping and, and I just woke up to this, this, what sounded like a scream i thought it sounded like a scream really like a horrifying scream from above me like someone had like ran and then like a t- horrifying like deathly scream oh from my a- god from above i think me. can i guess what it was what can i guess oh i mean sure i mean was uh, it a rat who knows well, i was gonna say a cat a cat yeah cats <laughs> oh, make weird noises cats, in weird right. situations cats fucking 
Right. Make right. Ne- weird noises. <laughs> it happens here on occasion. It's, do you I've know why? It. Because the cat female cat is basically getting raped, right? Because the male cat penis is all it's like a spike. Shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I heard right. that. Are there not no, the ones No, female with cats don't like it. No, that's pigs. Like, that's pigs, okay. Yeah. But female cats hate getting effed. Mm-hmm. They do? <laughs> like, that's why they're screaming, right? That's what Laura has said. No, I heard that it's like really an <laughs> unpleasant thing for the well, I think it's an intense sensation. <laughs> I think they don't like it, I've heard. So that's what it was, anyway, cats? It was not. Um, <laughs> oh. So, well, I actually thought that I... It wasn't rats? I just assumed... I assumed that I was dreaming. You know, I, th- I thought that I had like a crazy nightmare or something because I couldn't recall what was like happening in my dream or something. But I like woke up and like my heart was pounding like as if I had just had a crazy nightmare. They're like, and you know, sometimes you like something will you'll hear it in your dream and then it kind of feels like it was almost real because it's like the last thing that happened in your dream, you know, and that sensation kind of carries over into real life. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Yeah. I had a you similar experience. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I would sw- in my dream. I swallowed gum. And, and I then woke you woke up, up and fucked. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of that sensation where I was like, maybe I just dreamed a scream mm. and mm-hmm. thought that I heard it in real life. But I still was like so kind of shaken by it because I couldn't figure out if it was real or not. That I was like up for like an hour and I was just like thinking about it. I was like, what was, was that like real or not? Like, did I just have a crazy nightmare? Anyways, eventually I went back to sleep. You know, flash forward the, the next day. I'm hanging out in the living room, uh, just sipping on a drink or something. And uh, my roommate comes out. And, you know, we're just getting to talking, you know, chit-chatting, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, man, last night, though, there was like, I woke up in the middle of the night and I heard someone just running. And then a man just screamed, like blood-curdling scream, like right above me. And I was like, what the fuck? Cause, and then I was freaking out because then I'm like, wait a sec. So I heard the same thing and I totally thought that, like, I just, the only way I was able to convince myself to go back to sleep was, like, it was all a dream. It was all fine. Wow. And then we're, like, trying to put together the pieces here and, like, understand what the fuck happened. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, really, we still have no answers, but it's, it's really? just the, the mystery I present to you, which oh, is, man. like, you know, we both heard this thing this and the bunk. other roommates didn't hear it, which is very bizarre. Whoa. But she uh, thought that it was, like, right above her room and I thought it was right above my room because it was so loud. Wow. And I couldn't tell if it was a male or female in my kind of half awake sleep but uh, state, I mean. But she was like, it sounded like a guy screaming like bloody murder as if he was getting murdered. And and I was like, that's so bizarre because I was like thinking in my head, like, did someone just get murdered or something? Or, oh, my God. It's like this crazy thing. And because it, it also the creepy thing was it was run, 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 scream and then dead silence. <laughs> there was like no aftermath, <laughs> you know? Wow. <laughs> there wasn't wow. any more like shuffling around or you know what I mean? It's this bizarre and, thing. And then what happened? So I honestly don't wait, have wait. an end oh, of the story run, other run, than run, to run, just run, say. It was run, 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 scream. Scream. And then dead silence. Dead silence. Are you okay? I'm okay. okay. <laughs> it wasn't scream But I would just like to say, run. if you live above me and you have any more information, please do let me know. We we did text. Actually, I guess this is the, the end of the story, really. Which you texted one eight 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 screamo They texted back. For more information on that scream. <laughs> Dial nine. Dial nine. Cost 90 cents Dial per screen. second. Wait, so what happened? Dial... S- <laughs> Anyways. Uh, did you call the police? No, we didn't call the police, but we do have like a... Num- we do have like a... One eight hundred number. Like a text thread with okay. a bunch of people in oh. our building, and yeah. so we did text that, and then no one got back to us except one guy who doesn't live above us, and he was just like, "Wasn't me." <laughs> 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 I 
but like we we texted like you know hey uh we're just checking did anyone else hear the scream or like were you the one who screamed like we just want to make sure everything's okay like please let us know we would love more information like we hope everything's okay like it was like this kind of like somewhat concerned you know message and then he was just like wasn't me <laughs> we're just like uh, okay it's helpful in a little bit and then no one else takes right, it we're like helpful. yeah we narrowed it down that it wasn't him or maybe it was i mean who knows oh right basically we got no information like he texted back it wasn't me <laughs> it was me <laughs> gotcha <laughs> i'm just a jockster oh my god but it was crazy it would be so weird if somebody just decided to do that as a trick like okay i got an idea <laughs> 3 a.m tonight you're gonna scream like you're it was 3 a.m i didn't even tell you that oh my god that I was just, i channeled it <laughs> i looked at the clock and you're, and like, was, Go you're gonna run and then you're gonna scream and then stop and then just see who gets fucked with <laughs> maybe it was i maybe could it have just been a huge jock i mean it could have <laughs> been a huge jock it could have been a huge jock <laughs> I mean, wow. If it's not a Wait, huge Wait, you job. should try calling the police and asking, like, if there were any screams reported. <laughs> or, like, any, you know, anything curious, reported. Um, how would that call go? Like, how would you... So say No, I would just bring, call and just bring. say... Uh, oh, hi. My name is Dominic. I'm 28. I live at... <laughs> I'm 28, but go ahead. <laughs> I, like I do appreciate that. I like long, walk, long walks on the beach to candlelit dinners. <laughs> and last night, I heard a scream. Do you have any other information about that? I'm sorry, sir. Is this an emergency or? I'm um, not really. <laughs> no, no. But you could just be like, look, I heard somebody screaming last night. Was there anything reported? Mm, it was above mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess I could. I guess I could. I mean, I guess I could. I guess I could. I don't know. I mean. You could put signs up around the building and be like, did you scream? Signs are did you hear this? Did, did you, you see this scream? Yeah. $1,000 Our- reward if you return Draw a picture of <laughs> Draw a picture of the man screaming. <laughs> Do you know this Getting man? Getting spanked with a ruler. <laughs> we don't know what he looks like. No, right. yeah. sounds- I'll, I'll like- kind of make a vague <laughs> face, you know? Like the face will be very yeah. vague. You'll just see a, a person. Bent over with a ruler getting spanked. <laughs> like yeah. getting spanked with a and ruler. And then you could have a like, link to a video just- of you doing an impression a of the scream. A reenactment. Beautiful. He's a great idea. And then somebody calls and they'll be like wait there was a guy getting spanked with a ruler and you'd be like no i just added that it's a theory it's a running theory for now i mean we don't have any more information yeah this was a this was um that was just a guess this is like a composite drawing of what i do believe may have happened but once (laughs) we retrieve this is just a drawing of what i wish happened but if you could just tell me the truth i really we are trying to fill in the picture with a little more color so if you know anything more let me know where the blue jeans blue or if there were bats involved that would be really helpful to know Mm -hmm. bats (laughs) or rats or jockers. Or, oh. oh. Should we get to this movie or what? Well, uh, I okay. guess you had something in something important. Oh, she thought of something cool. No, I mean, it's not that interesting, but I went to Disneyland last night. Oh, weekend. I mean, what? Ooh. Last night? No, last weekend. Like, Did I mean, you go to the new Star Wars park? Yes, that was what I was getting at. Oh, and I went on the new ride. The new, like, so the new ride is like you're on the, uh, you know, the Millennium, what's it? Five Falcon. Th- Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> no, but what's cool about the ride is like, there's only like six people who can be on the ride at one time or on your ship on the Millennium Falcon at one time. Mm-hmm. 
So like you're, it's in like Star Tours, you're going inside of a ship, you know, but it's much smaller, you know, feeling. Right. And the people who, there's so two people can sit in the front and me and my brother got to sit in the front and then two people sit in the middle and then two people sit in the back. So each person has like a different job and the people in the front are responsible for steering the ship. So like my brother was responsible for going up and down and I was responsible for going left and right. Mm. And you're actually controlling your directional it's interactive. Yeah. And then the guys in the back, the guy in the back, the people in the back are like the engineers. So if anything gets messed up, like if you lose a wing or something like that, or you mm. get crashed into, they have to like fix stuff, I guess. And then the people in the middle, I forget what they do. I think they like are in charge of shooting or something like that. Does it make sense to have someone that drives, you know, only up and down and another <laughs> person to drive left and Doesn't right? Doesn't make sense, but like that's how they made it. So Is everyone that what gets Chewie to do and something. Han do? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Is Probably it, no. Was it fun? It was. It was kind of fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, and like basically, yeah, it's cool. Like you know, it's very similar to Star Tours in the sense that you're going through, you know, like a space experience and stuff, and you're yeah. on the well, not you're going through the the you know the 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 planet that like the desert planet, you know, Tatooine. Yeah, Tatooine. Yeah, and or is it um Jabu? Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the one from Force Awakens? You guys know, right? Oh, no. that one. It's like the one that looks all like Mad Max-ish and stuff. Tatooine. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty cool. I don't know. Let's talk the Joker. Okay. Um. So again, just a little brief recap. Uh, Joker is a brand new uh, film, 2019, directed by Todd Phillips, um, who previously did mostly comedies. Actually, mm-hmm. he's most known for uh, The Hangover and other such flicks that I probably should have looked up before. Old school, old school. I think yeah, Sorosky and Hutch. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know more than I do. Mm-hmm. Um. So Joker <laughs> is sort of like a dark, gritty <laughs> reboot. I would say. Or an origin story, um, yeah. disregarding uh, other movies. It's not like necessarily, as far as I'm aware, but I'm sure you would have more to say about this. As far as I'm aware, it's like unrelated to the sort of universe that has been created um, with the whole like Avengers or whatever. It's like a, a new take, essentially. Uh, excuse me, the universe with the Avengers? I don't know. Isn't Batman? I don't <laughs> fucking know. Is he in that shit? No. no. Oh, so there's um, the Avengers are part of Marvel. Here, this is where you and uh, take it away. Batman and the Joker and Superman, Wonder mm-hmm. Woman. Those are part of DC Detective Comics, uh-huh. and they were competing companies. Gotcha. Now Marvel <laughs> is owned by Disney, and uh, Warner Brothers has always put out the. DC movies and they're unrelated except for every once in a while they do a crossover like X-Men and Teen Titans. Oh, so they're always unrelated. They're always unrelated unless they're doing some kind of like company crossover comic. Okay, great. Like, like Freddie versus Jason type of thing. Yeah, kind of. So, um, Joker, what do we think? We're not going to spoil anything. If you haven't watched the Joker, we're not going to talk any story details until a little bit later in the show. First, we're just going to give our uh, impressions um, so you can keep on listening, even if you haven't seen it. Um, but yeah, we like to start with the guest and you are clearly the most, um, <laughs> you're, you know the most about the mythos. Sure. Uh, so I'm definitely excited to have you on because I feel like oh, great. I don't know, I, I have played like some Batman games. I, I've watched some of the Batman movies. I go in and out of it. Yeah. I, I know a, a, a bit, but I don't know a lot. Um, I have a feeling I know some things of how this is kind of like flipped the script on certain events, but not on others. Right. Um, but anyways, without spoiling anything, and, we, and we'll get into that later, like how it maybe or maybe doesn't connect. Um, what did you think of Joker? Um, 
I gave it, I think I would give it a B plus. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. It was certainly acceptable. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot to think about. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that, you know, there's a lot that like, I was, a lot of things I was wondering, you know, about that were going to happen. Maybe my in, being informed was not the best way to actually watch this movie. Hmm. Do you feel like you, uh, for for what reason, like being vague, like, do you feel like, it made it, you had one thought of how you thought things were going to play out, and then it... Well, here, here's one thing. is like, the Joker, what makes him such a great character yeah. is that you don't know his right. backstory. Right. Mm-hmm. And so this is the antithesis of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, Dark Knight did this really well, where you, you don't know where where the Joker comes from, and they actually, like, play on that. Yeah. Uh, which, that's a good movie, a Laura. Story. I recommend it. Oh, man. I mean, that one's actually really good. But there, well, wait. Uh, but there also are some things in this movie that kind of make us not know where he comes from, too. It, yeah, there's. A but certain, this is yeah. way more fleshed out than he's ever okay. been. Like, because usually the whole thing with Joker is like you don't. I guess like it's said, not about where except, he comes from. It's like this is yeah. what created a Joker character. But Jack Nicholson, actually, you do get a Joker origin in the first Batman, the Tim Burton Batman with Jack Nicholson. Oh wait, really? He's wait, working what? for the mob, right? Spoilers oh, yeah. on Batman. Right, right, the Batman. Right. Movie. I'm trying to remember. I, want, um, I loved that movie. Yeah, when 1989, it came out. right? Something like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, so he's working for organized crime, and then he he gets set up by the crime boss, and he ends up falling in this vat of chemicals, and then he comes right. out, and he's like disfigured but he ends up taking over the crime uh syndicate or whatever Mm -hmm. oh okay right so and in that movie his name is jack how he became so getting back to this one then did you feel like um did you feel like that was a negative for you like you kind of didn't want to necessarily know so much about his origin like do you feel like it was too detailed on well if it was part of like the um larger continuity Mm -hmm. i think maybe i would rather not know Mm -hmm. Um, but I think since it's like, we know it's a standalone thing, then it's okay. And I try to just like think of it as just, mm. uh, just any other movie. Right. And right. just, and, and in some ways I thought it was a good movie. You know, it was like very, um, provocative in a lot of ways, I would say. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's, you know, there, it's a complex, um, commentary on complex problems. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah, you're saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I'm actually mostly, I think I'm mostly with you. I, uh, well, uh, did did you you have any, any, I don't want to. No, that's good. Yeah, I'm interested in your guys. Okay. Um, Yeah, I am mostly with you that I felt like it was pretty thought thought provoking. Uh, Overall, I liked it a lot. Um, And I I felt like, you know, Walking Phoenix's uh, performance as the Joker was super engaging to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I really like him as an actor. Yeah, and um, uh, and I just thought, you know, he's he, he's he's really good in this. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know, like he he's really um, he's creepy in a way that is not uh, so of overt like mm-hmm. villainy. You know right. what I mean? And and I really liked that about it. Like uh. I didn't know much of anything going into this movie other than just the fact that it's going it, to, it, I knew it was going to be like a darker take and I knew that Walking Phoenix was the Joker. And to me, that was like sort of enough to get me more interested than a normal Batman movie would, you know? Um, and yeah, this is like totally kind of a, this dark, you know, set in the, I assume seventies. Um, I, I loved the visual look of the movie. I thought it had a really strong style 
Um, I, I liked just even how the Joker looked <laughs> visually. Like it was pretty fucking wild that Joaquin Phoenix just looks like a just a he lost a lot. I know he lost a lot of weight for yeah, this role, right. oh and like seeing it on screen, you're just like, oh my Isn't god! Isn't it crazy? Like fat in your face. <laughs> yeah like it, how much it can make you look different oh yeah <laughs> he yeah he's he's like nearly unrecognizable i mean you know it's him but like just it's his, his i mean he's, they he's really no, show off the uh, yeah. weirdness of his body i would say in yeah. this movie um the only thing that i will say though uh, from a negative standpoint though is I, I felt like there were um it felt a little bit um like i'm not totally sold on the point necessarily you know and we'll get to that when we get to it but um it all there there was also this sort of just general sense of like you know it felt a little bit like it's hollywood's take on you know a dark art films kind Mm -hmm. of like drama you know what i mean like yeah because there were still some leftover elements i thought of of uh overt um you know, this is how you should feel right now kind of shit. And a lot of that maybe had to do with the score. There were times where I was like, I really wish this scene was just totally silent right now, mm-hmm. you know, to, to be a little more eerie. Um, like, watching the whole thing, it is dark and provocative, but I also didn't really feel that disturbed by it, you know? Like, it felt like I could pretty easily wash my hand clean, hands clean of it, you know, the second we walked out of the theater. Like, it didn't... I don't really think this is going to be a movie that would really stick with me, but I did... I was very engaged while I watched it, but I ju- it just kind of I don't think it really hits the like ch- true darkness that I think it's hitting that it's trying to hit. Yeah, that I think it thinks it's hitting. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh, but that's all I'll say for now until we get to kind of story stuff. What did you think, Laura? I pretty much agree with you 100%. Oh, really? All right. Yeah, I really liked the movie and it was engaging and I just think Walking Phoenix is amazing. Like he is just so expressive so good, and so yeah. I mean, just captivating and his just facial features <laughs> mm-hmm. without even trying are so just I'm just fascinated by him. You know, <laughs> I just what, could look at his face for hours and try to understand it. You know what I mean? Because it's so he gives you a lot. You know, he's like, just like so engaging. Like yeah. his eyes are so expressive and his the lines on his face and and just the like the you know, certain shots where you, you're really zoomed in on his face are like, wow, he really is just in a zone right now, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like he really gets there. Yeah. But um, I agree. Like, this is mainstream's attempt at, like, an art movie. Right, yeah. But at the same time, I don't... But it, I'm down. It's pretty good. I'm down. <laughs> like, there were a lot of really cool things that mainstream budgets can do. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, just the camera shots and all these different crazy, yeah. like, yeah, lighting and... You know, the exe- the technical execution of stuff, well, apart from, I think, what I agree with what you're saying, that there were moments that were contrived using, I think, filmmaking techniques to make you try to feel a certain way or try to, like, demand for you to feel a certain way, but without being organic. <laughs> but um, But all that aside, like, just, yeah, the camera work and, you know, like, yeah, the way that it was just the cinematography and stuff was amazing. Yeah, it was... Um, and like, yeah, I just think that Joaquin Phoenix took what could have potentially been really cheesy and made it not cheesy and just did a good job, you know, like, yeah, there are these parts when he like does these dances, you know, that that's kind of like a thing that the Joker does or whatever. He made that really cool. 
Yeah. <laughs> I felt like he did a really good job yeah. doing that, those performances, you know? I was yeah. like, wow, he's really making this work, even though this could be really bad, <laughs> I was thinking, you know? Yeah. But um, I'm not a lot. cringing right now. Yeah, it relies a lot on that central performance, because if yeah. that performance wasn't there, this whole movie would fall apart for And he's sure. in almost every shot. Yeah, he's really like, you know, there's, yeah, there's I've never seen the Joker this much in a in a... In a ba- obviously in a Batman film because usually he gets like kind of bits and pieces a scene here a scene there you know so it was it's interesting to have that character be front and center because you might even think and I kind of thought like I wonder if it's going to be almost exhausting in a way because it's like he's I feel like the Joker is sometimes cool because you get a little bit of him and you always like want more you know but you're like it's not knowing everything you know yeah. I think kind of what you were saying yeah he's like this just kind of creepy person who does these horrible things and only kind of shows up here and there in the Batman movies. But no. do you but, think uh, that this movie would work if it wasn't set in like the DC universe and used those characters? Yeah. You know, actually I thought like, maybe it'd be even more interesting. Exactly. Like that, like that a was a guy who just wants to look like a Joker. <laughs> then you, would those are the parts of cool. the movie that I almost felt were holding it back from really being just like, I, I almost just wish that this was set in America, real life, you know, Mm-hmm. whatever not not necessarily modern day but just like in a real place because it's like gotham city and it has to kind of connect even the little bit that it does to the yeah. greater lore i was like this actually almost takes away from the impact because i'm like he's just a villain in a comic book now you right, know like right. It, right. whereas if he and obviously they're paralleling this with real life because i mean more and more now we see uh you know young people shooting up places and trying to gain notoriety from you know the from essentially horrible acts like in the news and i feel like this this was definitely commentary on that for sure i i feel like it could be even more effective commentary on our modern day you know constant shootings that we're now dealing with in 2019 if it was just truly america you know real life (laughs) but think about how much more money it's gonna make because it's dc and i'm actually kind of down like whatever like I wish that, but I understand that it had to do this in order to get the budget that it could get. You know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. going to reach way more people this way. So in a way, it feels like, um, I feel like for being a huge blockbuster blockbuster kind of movie, I was pretty shocked at how, um, you know, relevant and kind of yeah. real the themes that it was dealing with were. Well, this has, I, I think, a fraction of a budget of like... Oh, really? You yeah. know, what the upcoming Matt yeah. Reeves Batman movie sure, is sure. going to be. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I One thing that I don't like mm-hmm. is there's not going to be a sequel. And it's <laughs> like, in comic books, there's a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Uh-huh. And, like, I could use more, like, I want to get spoil things, but... Uh, well, you know, we could get there... Wait, I, yeah. If you have other things to say, but I have thoughts about like. Wait, mm-hmm. how do you know for sure that there's not going to be a sequel? Well, because they were pretty clear. Like, this is a standalone thing. What you mean, like just other things you've seen about the movie? Just, I think the way they the were, way the whole, the way it's maybe been it's just a marketing thing. Yeah, you know what I mean to get people like Dominic to see this movie. Yeah, because <laughs> it is shocking that I would be, even be interested, and they got me. Well, no, I remember seeing the trailer for this movie actually, like a long time ago when we saw another yeah. movie, and I was like, that actually looks cool. I feel like it's more likely I, that they'll just make other standalone movies about some of their other characters. You know what I mean? And try to do them all artsy-fartsy. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't really see Joaquin Phoenix like 
he doesn't seem like the kind of actor who's like down to reprise his role over and over to create this whole universe. You know what I mean? Like, I guess money will make anyone do anything, but Walking Phoenix seems a little more interested in, and maybe I'm just reading too much into it, but he seems more interested in just continuing to do original kind of work. You know, usually the choices he makes are pretty artsy, you know, in general, he's working with a lot of, you know, um, well, from what I've heard of him, he he did really enjoy the process of, yeah, of yeah. doing this character. I don't doubt it. He but, looks like he's oh, yeah, really he's, in it. Yeah, you know? he definitely. But I wonder if he is even interested in kind of like, all right, now I'm going to start this whole franchise and I'm going to get on board with like. No, this that's whole... not what it's about. Um, um, all right. Well, anything else to say about this movie before we move to spoilers? Because uh, well, yeah. I don't know if this is. I don't think it's a spoiler, but it turns out viola da gamba is the official instrument of the Joker. <laughs> What? Really? I think what is can, that? You know that like a weird string instrument that was playing like especially yeah. when he was dancing. Uh-huh. Oh, it yeah. sort of sounded like a cello, right? Yeah, yeah. I actually thought it was a cello. I, I didn't don't know think any. it's a cello. I think okay. it's like a viola da gamba. Huh. Sounds like or if it's a cello, they're using gut strings. Yeah. Uh-huh. But viola da gamba are it's like a in the cello family. Yeah. And people don't really play them very much anymore. Uh-huh. But it was a big deal back, you know, in in um 17th century France and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And um they they come in they're not really as standardized they come in different shapes there's you know five string gambas there's seven string gambas there's a treble gamba there's a bass gamba mm-hmm. and it sounds like they use uh, like a bass viola de gamba to do a lot of that weird kind of like it's almost a cello but it's actually something else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i thought the music actually was better than the average uh comic book movie score it was at least better mm-hmm. than the average for sure yeah, yeah. Well, let's get to spoilers then. So, if you uh, haven't seen Joker and um, you know you're you're spoiler uh, uh, um, wary, uh, then please tune out. Uh, and you know we'll be back in a couple weeks. But uh, yeah, so getting into the meat of things, story wise here. Um, you know what is there to say? <laughs> goons. The whole movie, I'm waiting for goons to show up. Goons. Joker has the best like goons. His, his like, like his entourage. Posse. Yeah. But Henchmen. that's no. I feel I like those that. are. That was what we got in the end. It is what we got in the end. We finally Everybody. got some goons, and now we're not going to see him with his goons in the sequel. Mm. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Mm. No, mm. but it was his goons that killed. You know. Yeah, it's, yeah but Batman's the goons parents. are there to like laugh at his jokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know right, what I mean? That's true. But they and probably, to like indulge his craziness. Right. No, all those people were all the whole New York City. That is was the goons. ending. Yeah, the whole ending was like that's he finally how he gets found his the goons. thing. Right, I he liked, finally gets his this goons. This is how he gets his goons. Yeah. Right. I think. I Again, that was sort of, I guess, I guess that was the ending to me. Uh, and, you know, to explain just a little bit, I mean, you might even already kind of see where it's all going anyways, just based on very little. But, like, you know, he kind of gets vindicated, I would say, for the, or in his mind, he gets vindicated mm-hmm. for the terrible things that he has done throughout the film. You know, like he's kind of seems to be searching for uh, validation or he wants people to laugh at his jokes. He wants like to find the thing that will connect him with other people because he feels so isolated in like this, you know, kind of weird silo and like no one understand him understands him. And I feel like at the end of the film, it kind of portrays him as he... Maybe it's just a delusion, but he seems to have found the thing that people will love and adore him for, which is like extreme violence and sort of like bringing down society or whatever. And he's like the leader. He becomes what feels like to him, at least. Of the underdogs. Yeah. Yeah, He's like like the leader. Being a maniac and an But I felt like that, um, it connecting to the greater lore at the ending, 
lessened the impact f- for me. I would have liked for them to just go down the alley, and then you see maybe somebody go after him, and like that's it. You don't need to see everything, right? Because mm-hmm. you see Bruce Wayne down there with his parents, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a classic pose, classic, you know. Yeah. It's like okay, sequel time. you really want this like basically you didn't want this movie to have an ending so that you could (laughs) see the (laughs) come on give me that sequel you're a sequel kind of guy huh (laughs) give me the movie of bruce wayne studying karate and magic you know it's funny because zatanna right come on give me this is batman and zatanna that's what i want right okay todd phillips so it's funny because i think you don't like how definitive the ending was and i don't like how it didn't feel as definitive to what came before it in my opinion as far as like i wanted it it felt like it relied on the fact that it's going to connect to batman lore to feel the impact of the ending in my opinion and that's as someone who doesn't like really follow a lot of batman stuff it felt like the ending may have been more impactful to someone like me who's not really necessarily invested in batman lore maybe yeah. Warner yeah. Brothers made him do it. Maybe, maybe. Maybe DC made no, him do it. If you see if They're you like, see bring it back the Wayne the... family go down Crime Alley uh-huh. and someone one of the crooks goes after him, do you need to see the murder? Right? I mean, yeah, we all know what happens, right? Yeah, you all know what happens, but even let's say you don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Isn't it kind of more effective to be like, oh my god, those guys are fucked, I think. Mm-hmm. Right? Than to have it be so explicit. I didn't personally mine but yeah, i understand where you're, where you're coming that didn't really bother me or make me feel anything either way but i mean was... but then that's like more shoehorned into the uh, comics mm-hmm. the comic universe sure sure right sure. yeah i hear what you're saying but yeah so i do want to just talk or, or what did you have it no i don't know how about robert de niro in this movie that oh, was kind of interesting that, that there was... were some like parallels i guess to like to taxi, taxi driver, driver totally and also the king of comedy i thought that his his appearance in this was such like a we know, we know this is related right. to Taxi Driver, yeah, <laughs> kind of thing. But it also, yeah, I don't know. It was kind of cool. Like, yeah, Robert De Niro looks in it. He, he was good. He did some stuff to him, to his face for sure. I feel like he was ha- like wearing some prosthetics or something. You like think that. so? I think he's just old now. I think no, looked, it I just think he looked good. Look, no, he looked good. I, it just didn't look quite like him at first. You know right. what I mean? You're, I like had to do a double take. I was like, wait, what? Really? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, that's definitely Robert De Niro, but they're making him look different somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was kind of interesting. Yeah. You guys. I like him. Is the Joker the son of Thomas Wayne? <laughs> That's I mean, what I'm trying like to... it seems like no to me. It seems like it. It seems like no, but maybe. But she mentioned, it's like, they made me sign all this paperwork. Yeah, but also... I know, but they all... She, they, I feel like they drilled it down pretty hard that she, she delusional? is delusional. But then and again, she's... was she? Yeah, but if he's adopted and he's also delusional... Right. Then Wait. it's not like, you know, if, if she's delusional and he's her son and he's also delusional that makes sense if she's right. delusional and he's also delusional that's maybe not even related that's too much of a coincidence well we know that he's, in, he's not related because we know that he's adopted we don't no, know we that, don't actually. know that that we, could have been a setup too it's yeah exactly it all could have been a setup exactly so you're saying that the hospital is in on it though because no. you got the paperwork from the hospital that maybe says, yeah because thomas wayne is a doctor Tom- and Tom and also he's like a powerful and, guy. Yeah, he's super rich. Uh-huh. Yeah, like you could totally like, generations I, of wealth. Yeah. I think you could make any argument though for any of this to be real though, since this is all mainly from the perspective of a del- of a probably delusional person, which is the Joker. You right. know, so it's like, what does it, at that point you could say oh, anything right. is not real? You know, yeah, because it's like 
his everything could be a delusion. In is his that mind. what that last scene is with him and uh, the? I feel the like you could read it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Him and who? It, so he's in one of the last scenes. I think it is the last is scene the of the movie. Mm-hmm. He. Oh right. Is talking white... to a therapist in like a padded room kind of situation. Right, I, right, presumably right. Arkham Asylum. Right. right. And then he you see him walk out with like um, blood on his feet. Mm-hmm. So I guess oh, he, yeah. he, like maybe killed he killed that girl. Her, yeah. That the or the doctor. The doctor. And then and then he's being chased around by people who work at the uh asylum. Right? Yeah. And it's like, you know, blaring with light. Like it has this sort of heavenly or not heavenly, but like this otherworldly kind of quality to it and i think a lot of this movie well first there's the very literal delusion that we learn is definitely delusion which is like his delusion that he was with that girl you know which and it kind of made me think a a little bit about like you know mental instability and 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 i thought that was interesting and more thought provoking than i expected from this kind of movie sure i agree like he's not sympathetic in my eyes but i do Mm. think that it paints a more nuanced picture of like a villain because you're sort of like, wow, this, this abuse is circular or cyclical, I should say. Systemic. Systemic. Yeah. Cause it's like, I do believe that he was abused by his mom. And then that's why he has these like, you know, issues and et cetera, et cetera. Like I do believe the system's letting him down. Yeah. And I, I, I do agree with that too, to, to, to a degree. Right. But I think that's actually something interesting that I was really wanting to talk about too is like I felt like this was a pretty clear parallel to just a lot of mass shootings that have happened and um you know we're always kind of hearing about uh a lot of shooters will per- will pursue these shootings because of the notoriety that they'll get from from doing them, you know. And and we give a lot of focus on the people who commit these horrible crimes, you know, is like, oh, well, let's look into their backstory. And it actually turns out that he had this, you know, um, childhood and, and et cetera, like that was, you know, whatever, like fucked up or, or whatever. And, and it turns into a reality TV show. Yeah. And I mean, so what did you guys kind of take from, from its commentary on, or did you feel like it had commentary? Maybe let's just start there. Did you feel like it did have commentary on modern day kind of, how we put on a pedestal these killers. Mm, I guess I didn't really think about that, but now that you mention it, I guess I think that if there is a message, it's saying like that mental illness should be addressed and be considered a real thing that we should put money and effort into, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of people, I mean, I think it's well pro gun people are like, it's mental illness. You know what I mean? And then like the Democrats are like, let's get rid of the guns. And like, they don't want to really deal with the mental illness part of it. Well, I think that we should try to deal with that in addition to getting rid of guns. <laughs> right. um, and maybe this movie is just showing like, yeah, there's not enough funding for mental illness. And that's, this is what happens when that goes astray and I don't know. I think the times we live in make the Joker a good choice for yeah. a movie like this because in the it felt the very, very first timely. comic that Joker's in, he goes on TV. And it's similar to what happens in The right. Dark Knight where he says, mm-hmm. these are the people I'm going to kill. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up killing them in like clever ways. Right. And and th- so that happens in Dark Knight where he marks people says, you know, I'm going to kill certain people and like you're next or whatever, and then it happens, right? Mm-hmm. And then also, like, in the Tim Burton Batman, he goes on TV and he says, 
we got new Joker products, you mm-hmm. know, and so you can't use any of your beauty supplies anymore because if you, you use them in the wrong combination, then it'll kill you. Um, uh-huh. I mean, it makes you like laugh uncontrollably and, right. and like laugh yourself to death. Right, right, right. right. Um, and so he's he's the kind of person that uses that spotlight, or he he definitely thrives on it, right? Right. And he does that in this movie. Right. He's on, he kills people on TV, mm-hmm. or he kills a person on TV, and yeah. talks about his killing on TV. Um. So, so I think in that way, it definitely is a commentary on on the sort of violence that's like permeating our society. Because um, I think one of the concerns, not necessarily my concern, but something I was reading about, is that yeah. this is going to be fuel for people. Like right. glamorizing a killer. Yeah, exactly. Been, yeah. And I don't think it really does that. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Because that has been a controversy that I heard about too. Um, that, yeah, this was. This. People don't want the. People are pissed at this movie because they think that it's some a, a kid would see it, heroizing. And then, yeah, and then be like, "Wow, the Joker is like this. I want to do that." You okay. know. And let's not forget, like in well, Aurora, make... Colorado, somebody dressed as the Joker and shot up a movie theater at a screening oh, of The Dark Knight. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I will say this movie does make everybody else look like total dicks. You know. Do you feel like the message is clear enough? That it's um, the Joker anti- is an unsympathetic character, or do you think that it's anti the anti? Do you think there is something to people's argument that this is that this could fuel the fire of the next person who would like shoot up a school or something? I, I could see. I I think it's much more understandable to, for people to be concerned about the concept. But I think they did a good job. You know, it's, it's like. This happens to somebody who's clearly disturbed. And yeah, a lot of other people in the movie are dicks because the movie is kind of about society letting somebody Fall down become that, that right? Um, so I'm not... Right. I don't, I don't think it really like... Yes. the silver lining. Yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> for the, I don't really for the think it glamorizes, you know, uh, uh-huh. uh, maniacal violence. I think it's a little gray Uh (laughs) more gray than um i was expecting Hmm. and i'm not saying that makes it a worse movie i actually think it makes it a better movie Hmm. but i do i do kind of see people's argument that um i mean look i just think that you have to think about it (laughs) you know what i mean like this is the kind of movie where uh, even though I was saying there were certain things that it's like pretty clear on this is how you should feel right now. But I think overall, this movie did a better job than I expected of of feeling kind of in the gray because you know what? Life is gray. And there right. is fucked up things happen. And uh, I think violence is cyclical. And I think that, you know, there's many things that we should be doing to hopefully curb the amount that it can happen. And there's obviously things we need to do and specifically in America and like look at other countries and how other things are, are being done because it doesn't happen other places as much as it happens here. But I right. think this movie presents a fairly nuanced argument about, um, you know, that there's sort of multiple ways you could look at it and you need to kind of just like think about who the Joker is in this movie. And even though, even though people are fucked up to him, because they certainly are, uh, he also escalates it to insane levels and at the end of it the majority of people on screen are on his are like cheering for him if we're to believe that's not a delusion though but i felt like the ending was a little vague as to whether that really happened or not right 
in my opinion but i hear what you're saying i think it could oh, be read either way wait do you think that he was ever even on the show no I way think he probably was. not huh yeah, I think he was. He, Seems he, he killed the guy on the show, and then he got arrested, and then we're seeing him in, in the... Yeah, I don't know. I also thought it was a stretch that he would be invited to be on the show. No, like, that made on. sense. I actually liked that. I, I thought that was actually also some really interesting commentary just about how the media yeah. kind of plays into this, because like we make fun of people who are strange sometimes, and I think it can well, be an easy thing to do. And I don't know. I can't imagine a show that would like... I've never seen that. I don't feel like I've seen this before where somebody's like taking someone's bad set and then airing it and then inviting them to be on the show to like directly make fun of them. I mean, like that's when what that a, lot, a lot of late night oh, stuff guess, is all about. This I cynical... guess American Idol is like that. <laughs> what about um, the guy that went to Cal and went on American Idol? Right. Totally. Yeah. And he couldn't. William Hung. You're right, and he was clearly a bad singer, but everyone was like, "Ah, oh, this is so funny. And he's got to, he's got to stay on the show." Like, yeah, and, like, and they kept him on that fucking show, and oh, like, okay, and he was on enough, other fair shows. Enough, fair enough, I guess. You're and he, right. was on and he other made shows. an album. He made a fucking out al- at like, least one. What's her name? Rebecca Black, who did uh, that Friday oh, yeah, song, yeah. which is it's clearly Friday. terrible. Everyone just loves to laugh about, like, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think we give fame to people because we think it's funny that they're not actually talented, but like, oh my god, isn't it hilarious how untalented this person is? You know, and, and Meanwhile, I think, how does that person feel? Exactly. How do they feel? Like if they really understood the gravity of like right. people are laughing at you, they're not laughing with you. And I think that is a little something that we should probably think about and examine. You know, like is it right to necessarily be putting just like laugh at somebody because they're so Bad. not talented? You know, Good I point. think so too. Good point. You're right. In that clip, it's funny because in, <laughs> yeah. in 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 his version of the stand-up show, yeah, right. He gets tons of laughs right. from his his second punchline, <laughs> right. right? Which we actually don't hear the yeah, punchline, right? Totally. And then in in the clip that they play on the Murray show or mm-hmm. whatever Robert De Niro show, yeah, he still does get laughs. We hear the punchline, and it's about him. Oh, but not I thought that was get, the laugh of the studio audience. Oh, do you think so? I thought, yeah, because you know, because. So, so it's sort of established too that he clearly laughs at the wrong he his timing right, he, he doesn't understand like what is What's and funny. isn't funny you know right. so he's like laughing at the wrong things like when he goes to that comedy show I thought that was a really interesting scene oh yeah and that his starts notes where, he's taking notes on God, like so social cool. interactions basically like so what, that's what like a socio or psychopath does but they I thought, study like human interaction because they themselves don't, they don't understand social cues and I yeah, thought that huh. scene was so brilliantly done where it's like the comic says a joke and then everyone else laughs and he's the only one who isn't laughing. And then the comic says like another line that is just not funny yeah, at all. And he's like, <laughs> and then like, and he's like totally off, off rhythm. But then as the night goes on, he starts like kind of look around. He's like, Ah-ha-ha-ha-ha. like he's trying to like understand the rhythm of society. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I thought that was like a perfect encapsulation of what this entire movie's arc is. Is like this guy who is out of rhythm is like yeah. trying so hard to get in rhythm and like just can't you know he just can't and even when he watches that clip back when they play the clip back he laughs at his own joke because he's like oh my god that's that's hilarious Mm -hmm. but then he begins to realize like oh shit people are laughing because this isn't funny you know he starts that's i think the moment that he starts to put it together that like no he's there playing this clip to make fun of me but yeah, anything else? Totally. Oh my god, I just feel like you're right. It's like it happens all the damn time that we make fun of people on camera, yeah. like, and they get invited to watch their own 
self get made fun of. And and I think a lot of the times they, the time. they still don't. And they don't understand. even know. Yeah. Yeah, I think the media will do a lot for ratings, you know, and and you get ratings if you have a ridiculous train wreck. Yeah, train, train wrecks wreck are appeal. we love to look at train wrecks. And look, I'm not saying I'm a, I'm above the law here either. I've totally laughed at like ridiculous shit like that, and I do find it funny. But yeah. I think there's something to examine there about like, you know, is there a line that we maybe shouldn't be crossing? You know, like whose responsibility is it to not be like parading these people around if the only intention is to make fun of them and not to like actually help them in any sort of way mm. <laughs> any final thoughts from you two let's go <laughs> i liked it yeah i uh it, it's a recommendation from from me yeah. boom cool yeah. all right well lewis thank you so much for being on this podcast it was my pleasure really Thanks appreciate you me. being back thank you yeah this was, this was a blast i'm glad we got to see this particular movie with you i yeah. agree I'm available for all, um, all of these kind of things. Yeah, oh. I, I, I think yeah, you're you're a real asset, a real treasure. Oh, good. Because you know, I I, tr- I truly do feel like I don't have enough uh, knowledge of it to even really speak on a lot of blockbusters because I mm. feel like they're just not made for me. So what's even the point in a way for me right. to comment on them? But I like the fact that you know. I feel like we're a yin and yang. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Sure. We have overlap for sure. Yeah. But then also you have a foot in another world that I don't have, and I like that. And let me tell you, that world is fun. I recommend it. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should have more fun these days. Yeah, you know? have fun. It's okay to have fun. I should. Maybe maybe it's time to have fun. It's also good to make art. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Both. Are, I feel both like are your good. art is more similar to it's it's in the, more in the same world as as uh you know it's film, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and like I'm I'm trying to make artsy art, mm-hmm. but it's music. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so then. Have is experiencing some other things that like you know that the whole world is experiencing mm-hmm. like watching a Avengers Endgame is a collective experience with like the whole world mm-hmm. and there's something kind of cool about that. Mm-hmm. I know, had that I experience so. with Game of Thrones. I'm fine. Yeah, Game of Thrones. That's <laughs> I don't another need one. It anymore. That's another one. <laughs> no. 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 Anyways, anyway, th- Lewis, thanks for having thank me. So much. Uh, we're going yeah. to we're going to play a song by you, Lewis Patzner. Mm. Uh, it's it it will be out eventually, yeah. like yeah. you said. Yeah. Um, it's called uh, Etude Four. You say it. It's etude. an Etude. Etude. An etude. A study. It's something that you practice. There you go. And Four. and I definitely think that practicing my Etudes has made me better at cello. Um, but a lot of etudes are not for listening, and these etudes for sure are for listening. Mm-hmm. And cool. this is number four. Yeah. And this is a world premiere event. Podcast hear, exclusive. Hear it here first on Totally Tell Me. All this right. is the first time we've ever had an exclusive, I think. I don't know. Cool. <laughs> I'm stoked. Wow. Yeah, thank you. Anyways, thank you so thank much. You uh, and we'll be back in a couple weeks with a new episode of Totally Tell Me.